Welcome to Ride Along Chronicles Spotlight Monday. On today's episode, we shine the light on addiction. Tina, being the um, in the field of gastroenterology, right? You're a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of help us out with what the definition is or the difference is with addiction versus substance abuse? Yes. Uh, well, there's somebody that's addicted. They're going to chronically... Um, have a need for a substance, whether it's alcohol, a drug, shopping, sex, anything like that. So it's this craving that comes from within, physiologic or psychological. They just, they have to have it no matter what the consequence is, and they'll do anything to get it. Okay. So, and people that abuse the substance that aren't quite addicted, they they abuse it in their time where it's not going to cost them every consequence. It may cost them some consequences, but it's not at, to the to every to the detriment of everything. Their job, their relationships, things like that. So they're kind of in the closet, so to speak, with their abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll come out in different ways, um, even as they're abusing things there'll be warning signs what are some of the warning signs um maybe calling in more to work than they used to um, taking more sick days um, changing in their their uh, bathing Um, they might have bloodshot eyes or just um, a different smell about them Mm. because they're not bathing or bathing too much to cover up Um, so hygiene changes yeah okay I think um, lying about why they were sick, if they're calling out yeah. sick, um, they're having more um, difficulty in relationships, whether more probably personal relationships at home. Um, and you may see some of that kind of angst at work mm-hmm. where they're complaining about their partner where they never used to, um, forgetting about tasks or not fulfilling different responsibilities that they used to do. So kind of, you know, Sleep changes, you can see all kinds of things like that. Yeah. Being um, in the GI field or as a GI provider, um, what have you found and what have you learned? <laughs> well, I see alcohol addiction every day. Okay. Um, that's the big one I see uh, working in GI and liver. Um, I see every day uh, people that have been using, even for two or three years, but heavy drinking. Um, as well as those olders that have been drinking daily their whole life, um, the sequela of just having this burden of abuse. And a lot of them have suffered different consequences, whether they can really tell you about it or not, but their family members will. Um, so it's, it's um, you know, pretty prevalent. And I know um, we're seeing some of that in the first responder world as well. And what are some ways to recognize this like family members how are they going to recognize this because maybe even the person right. involved doesn't see it themselves right. so how do family well members we recognize? use in healthcare we use a quick assessment called the cage assessment okay. it's four questions very easy um you know the first letter c is for cutting back a is um, being annoyed by the substance or by the criticism of the substance mm-hmm. Um, G is guilt, and E is the eye-opener. So the questions are um, pretty easy. Um, one, an answer of yes to one of them is one point. An answer of no is zero, so it's easy to score. Okay. Um, s- scoring two is clinically significant as a healthcare provider. 
So um, you can ask your person whatever. Uh, one, have you ever felt the need to cut back on your drinking or drug use? Okay. Two, have people annoyed you about your drinking or drug abuse? Okay. Uh, three, have you felt bad or guilty about your drinking or drug abuse? And four, have you ever used a drink or a drug as an eye-opener or to get going in the morning? And two out of those four mm-hmm. is clinically significant is clinically, as an indicator and, of And even of sometimes we, in, in our field, one can be even clinically significant. So... Um, we, if you're, if as a provider, if you're coming into the hospital and you tell me, you know, yeah, I'm using it as an eye opener, that is one that I'm going to start working you up and getting you to resources. Okay. So what what kind of resources are out there other than the cage? Um, well, you can find the cage, uh, questionnaire at AmericanAddictionCenters.org. They have a whole website um, that helps you navigate uh, a network of different treatment centers, detox centers. They'll even help you with insurance things, coverage, um, and different counselors in your area. Mm -hmm. So it's a really comprehensive website. Awesome. You know, uh, we had, um, going back to some of the behaviors that you had discussed, Mm -hmm. One of our episodes, episode 12, do you remember Charlie? Yes. Talking about her spouse? Absolutely. She talked about how um, he had started drinking every day after work, um, after he had experienced a couple traumas, or um, and he would just kind of, she described tiptoeing around him at home and prepping mm-hmm. the kids for his arrival, um, how his mood wasn't the same and that he was kind of a shell of a man even when he was home. Yeah. He wasn't there uh, mentally, just physically. Yeah, I think we're hearing that a lot as we get into the first responder world and we're seeing a lot of trying to handle or deal with a lot of the trauma and the stress that they're encountering. Yes. This is becoming more prevalent. Yeah, so that's why I think the cage is a quick, easy thing that they can kind of even... Um, ask them Mm -hmm. in passing and not even like it's a clinical thing. You can really change the wording up easily um, to get those kind of, yeah, maybe there's a clue there. Yeah. So, well, that is so profound. I mean, thank you so much for kind of shedding the light on that with the difference between the two and helping us understand that. Um, Thank you so much for listening today. For additional resources, visit us at ridealongchronicles.com and be sure to catch us on the next ride.